This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Bedside Podcast. I am really excited to do a solo episode. I feel like I haven't caught up one-on-one with you in a while and figured let's do it. It's fall, my favorite time of the year. I am particularly obsessed with fall. Like, I I don't know. I I do know what it is. Who am I kidding? I love the change of seasons. I love the cooler weather. I love the changing of the leaves and the coziness. And it's so funny because like it's all of a sudden it's like my, I I feel like a couple weeks ago, like my eating habits suddenly changed. I was like, oh my God, I want like soups and like really warm pastas. And it's just so funny. Like I remember that like day it transitioned. I was like, oh dang, like she wants a soup. Okay. Um, so I, I just love this time of year. And I also think like there is this lightness of fall this year, particularly because I feel like the past like two falls have been kind of heavy with the pandemic and everything. And I feel like now since a lot of things have lifted and it feels lighter that it's it's just it's been feeling good. It's, I, it's honestly been feeling good lately to like go into each season with a bit of a new outlook since all of this madness. And um, this year I'm particularly doing Halloween. I have I haven't gone out for Halloween in so long. So I was like, you know what? This year I'm doing it. I'm going out. And I'm normally that type of person who has like a funny or, you know, obviously like mean girls quote here. Like there's two schools of like Halloween people, the people who like go out to be slutty and those who go out to be like funny or like whatever, have the gory, crazy, absurd costume. I normally fall into the category of the person who is the absurd costume. Um, I love it. I have the best time doing Halloween and just being crazy. And I'm and honestly, like if you ask my friends, like they'll be like, I have a couple Halloween costumes that I've done where they're like, you just, you embodied the character. Like you were not you that night. Like you, <laughs> you were whoever you dressed up as. So like, I'm, I, I, I'm someone who like I understand the assignment of Halloween and I go for it this year I was like I've never done the sexy Halloween thing let's do it called up one of my girls and I was like come to LA like we're going out we're getting sexy we're doing the thing um live it up so this year I'm fully channeling my like inner Kate Moss like playboy bunny and I am so excited I also feel like it falls right in line with bedside so so we're good here it's it's all fun so all that to say happy Halloween hope you guys are if you celebrate and if you enjoy doing that that you have a lovely time um also fall is my birthday which is amazing and Last weekend, I went up and I celebrated for my birthday with my partner. We went up to 
Northern California and we were camping, glamping up in the Redwoods and it was just incredible. And as you'll hear in, if you tuned into the episode that I just released with Amanda about solo traveling, we talked about how we like to plan our birthdays. We like to like plan in advance something for our birthdays because historically, um, we've each kind of like realized that honestly, we've like felt disappointment around our birthdays before. So the past couple years, I have, as well as Amanda, have really intentionally chosen to celebrate my birthday in a really special way and take charge of the plan. I like to always go somewhere fun for a quick weekend getaway. And this year I went up to NorCal and it was incredible. And it was this total nature moment. And thank you to Grace if you are listening. Um, She helped me this summer with a lot of stuff with bedside behind the scenes. She grew up there and long story short, um, the property that I stayed at actually was where she grew up. It was once her childhood home before it unfortunately burned in some wildfires and her family decided to create an amazing camping grounds space from their former property, which it it was just so magical. I like, I really felt the love of that family and the way that she grew up when I was there, when I was staying there. And it was, it was just so special. Actually, I will link in the show notes, the book that Grace and her dad wrote about the wildfire, which fun fact, while I was there, Grace's dad came to the property and was like, Hey, by the way, like our book just got written up in the New York Times book review in the Sunday paper. So I'm going to link that to you guys. It is a beautiful like children's illustration book that the two of them decided to make basically about when, you know, how home is where is always with you. It is, it's less of a place. It's, it's, it's a spirit and an essence that's with you. And just to have that beautiful story while staying on this property and like having Grace basically like show me what her hometown is and like give me all the little spots to go was so special and we spent our time just under the stars in the redwoods right by the ocean. I went and got an amazing massage at this amazing spa in Santa Cruz. I will also link that below if you're interested or if you happen to be cruising by. Um, It was just so incredible. And one of the best parts too was that I basically remained offline. I mean, the service there was not a thing. And if it was, it was like very dismal. And we went into town sometimes to get dinners, which is where I would get some service. But I just decided to not even really check my phone. I kind of pretended that I was offline the whole time. And it was so great in the moment, but I'll tell you what was extra great about it. When I came back, I just felt this total peace. I was like, oh, and this lightness. I was like, oh, this is what it's like when you disconnect and you kind of get back to basics. And I loved being up there because I also grew up um, in the suburbs and my family home is like our front yard is basically the woods and so I grew up like playing in creeks and like being in nature all day and so it it was so nostalgic and it felt like I kind of got to reconnect to who I am 
like outside of a city like I was like oh like this is this is like bare bones like me and it's so fun to like meet and get to reconnect with that part of myself every once in a while so that was just a really special way to celebrate and aside from that um you know, the fall for me is just such a lovely time. And I, I'm sure you will resonate to this as well in some capacity because it always feels like my new year. I know that the new year, like a lot of people celebrate, of course, like January 1. Um, but to me, that always has felt like really commercialized, like this whole like new year, new you reset, like and and create all your intentions. And I believe in all that, but something about like January and like when people do that feels so forced and it doesn't feel as authentic to me and to me my new year always kind of feels like it's around the fall and that's because of honestly like the school system like when you'd go to your next school year and you felt like you were starting new again and you know you could kind of flip a new page to a new year and that is really why I think I have this total nostalgia and um kind of excitement around the fall and I just have really been taking the time to sink into that and kind of let myself in an organic and not like a timeline intense way set myself up for this new year and it's just felt really incredible it's I've just been soaking into this way of living really really intentionally and I had this moment the other week I went to dinner with a new friend and we were talking about boundaries the topic of that came up and she was like you know boundaries are kind of new to me I feel like it's putting up a wall and icing people out and I don't know how to do a boundary like it it feels uncomfortable to me and I was like oh yes I have been here before let me tell you where (laughs) my stance on this and it was one of those moments where I don't know if you've ever like been talking to a friend or talking out loud or journaling and you're like you say something or you write something down and you're like who was that like that that was good (laughs) and this is that moment I had with a friend when she was like how do you do boundaries and what I ended up saying to her was like whoa like was that even me that just spoke? Um, but no, in, in all in all fairness, it was a really cool marker to be like, I have really come a long way. Um, but I told her, I was like, to me, boundaries are less about someone else. Like I kind of don't consider them. It's more just like, how do I feel? How do I want to react? Or how do how do I want to spend my time genuinely? So whether it's like, Something as simple as, do I have time to answer this call right now? Even though like technically it looks like I might have time on my schedule, do I energetically have the time and space to answer this call right now? Or, you know, if someone's like, do you want to go out this weekend? You know, being like, do I? Um, And really asking myself first, like, what do you want? Like, how do you want to spend your weekend? And from there, it's usually, whether it's like a If it's not a strong yes or a strong no, um, it's usually some kind of negotiation or compromise where I'm like, you know what? Actually, going out sounds great. However, I don't want to go out till three in the morning because I want to wake up on Sunday and go have a productive, energized day. So I'm going to hang out with you. Like, let's go do dinner 
I'll get some cocktails after and I'm going to kind of know in my head I'm going to peace out around like 11 or 12, right? So it's all about how you see yourself fitting into an equation and then truthfully living by that and asking yourself like, hey, is this is this something that I want to do? And or is this a way that I want to react? Like, gosh, sometimes I have to like stop myself and be like, whoa, okay, how am I going to handle this situation emotionally? What are my emotional boundaries here, right? And that has taken a lot of practice. And I, it was just this crazy moment when I was talking to this friend being like, whoa, I, I feel like I've honestly kind of mastered this. And this segues me back to what I was just talking about, which is like living really intentionally. And this practice of boundaries and setting boundaries and really living by my rule book has allowed me to live so intentionally. And I had this moment with my partner when we were celebrating for my birthday weekend and I just turned to him and I was like, we are living our dream life. Like I know we have so many goals. We've got great, exciting visions and goals, but like, wow, am I living my dream life? Like we have figured it out and it hasn't been because we have hit certain financial goals or we haven't hit certain like things, right? We are living our life by our standards and we figured out how to make it work for us, you know? And I think a lot of, I was going to say a lot of people, I'm going to be like, I actually fell into this category for a while. Like I was like, I have this vision for how I want to live and I'm going to put that on hold until I get like X, Y, Z, until I get the certain job, until I get the certain accolades, until I get the certain level of income, right? And I think so many people do that. They're like, I will live my life once this. And I think somewhere along the line, I just stopped doing that where it was like, you know what? I have beautiful visions for my life, but why can't I have that now? What is holding me back now from have from having what I want? And I'm not saying like go and blow thousands of dollars on some experience because that's what you want and 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 Tatiana told you you can have that now. I think what I did was I was like, okay, what I want is less material, right? Like, sure, maybe I want a, I don't know. Let, let me try and think of an example. Um, I'll use my birthday. Maybe I want an amazing birthday getaway. How can I achieve that feeling? Like, what what is it that I want to feel? And like reverse engineer what I can do to feel that way and kind of strip away the fluff, right? Like, sure, maybe one day I want to like have a birthday and go to Hawaii and like Maui and like da-da-da and like do the like four season, I don't know, right? Whatever it might be. But that feeling is no different than like me being like, I want to go in the woods, right? <laughs> and so basically... I have worked really hard to curate how I want to feel in my life and chase the things and live by the things that are going to help me achieve that, help me to achieve that feeling, help me to achieve that fulfillment, help me to achieve that connection, that level of trust and spirituality and empowerment and joy and 
acceptance. Oh my gosh, acceptance is huge because I think for me, another huge lesson has been like, shit happens. What's going to be your reaction to it? Um, and for so long, I think I, I resisted so much and um, I have majorly, majorly, majorly learned to accept. Things happen and circumstances go down and how how can you lean into that instead of resist it? And be flexible, be bendy, be malleable, pivot, right? And so things have felt so good and intentional because I've surrendered to that. And I have learned to chase what feels good. And I've learned to assess what doesn't. And I've learned to negotiate the in-between. And that's fucking empowering. So I share this because I want that for you. Like, I want you to be like, I'm living my damn best fucking life right now for the stage of life that you're in. And we all have the power to do that. It's just a matter of like how deeply and closely you're willing to take a look at yourself and the way that you live um, and honestly take inventory of it. And it's not easy. It's really not easy, but it's also simple. When you can lean into the courage of going forth and doing that, that is when the magic happens. That's when you get to set yourself free from a lot of the narratives that um, have lived in your head for a while. And that's when you get to begin to rewrite the story and the script for yourself because you have control. And I think the sooner you realize no one is, no one A, has the power to control your script and B, it is fully in your hands to write your own narrative. Like no one's going to come and save you or create that for you. Like that is when you can be like, oh, okay, this is a little scary, but like, whoa, like I hold the keys here. And yeah, so it's, it's felt, it's felt really good. And I kind of had this crazy moment of recognition while I was up offline in the woods being like this this is it like this is what intentional living feels like and um it was funny because I actually had a circumstance where I thought I had to cut uh, something came up in where I thought I had to cut my birthday weekend a day short um and while I was there I was like you know what I actually and this kind of is (laughs) in line with living really intentionally I was like I know that I need to technically be back a day earlier, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to compromise here. Like I'm going to stay the next night. We're just going to leave like crack of dawn early so I can be where I need to be in time the next day. And it was so nice because I was like, again, like living by my rule book. Like I had certain parameters and circumstances that were like put in place. I couldn't move things around, but I made it work. And I was upset at the beginning because I was like, damn, this thing is looming over me and I like have to be back. And it it feels like it's ruining and cutting my like birthday celebration short. And then I was like, wait, no, no one has control over this, but you. And Yes, you need to be where you need to be when you need to be there. But can, is there room, is there wiggle room here? And that was a really kind of great moment to kind of come to because I was like, yes. Oh yeah, I have the keys here to the castle and we're going to make this work. But back to this kind of 
idea of setting yourself free from the story, allowing yourself the freedom to really like get to this space of living really intentionally. I found, of course, there's like so much work and like things that you can do around this. And I I always say it's a recipe, right? Like it is like when you are committed to doing deep transformational work, it's not one thing. It's not just therapy. It's not just doing the like manifestation workshop. It's not just journaling. Like it is a compilation of things that like contribute to your well-being. But I will say that one thing that I find really helpful, one question to ask yourself um, when it is around setting yourself free from the story, but we have many stories within us, but I think one thing that I've been pondering on lately is really like, what is it, what is like the story that I'm addicted to? Like, what is the story that I keep coming back to? What is the story that I keep coming back to that's like kind of getting old? Like we've been down the rabbit hole a bunch. We've spiraled through it. We've looked at every angle And it's been on repeat for however long it's been on repeat. And it's just kind of getting stale. And But there's an addiction there. Like, why am I addicted to this story? And that question is so interesting to kind of point a light at. Because when you start becoming like annoyed at a story or a narrative or an emotional reaction you have. I don't know, maybe you're someone who's really like you snap and you're like, God, oh, here I am. Like I'm snapping again. Or for me, I'm like, oh, here I am again, like having a massive like anxiety moment of something like it it just like getting in the way of my life. Like it gets annoying. That's when you know you're well on your way to healing because it's no longer holding that tight grip of truth, like pseudo truth over you. You're like, oh, this thing again? Okay. Um, (laughs) We've been here before. Let's redirect. Um, But yeah, I find this to be a really important exercise and examination. And you know, maybe you're not at that point where you're like, this story annoys me. I just kind of wanted to share that as like an indicator of, of, you know, knowing you're well on your way to um, kind of like tuning that and rewriting the script for something. But I just think it's really important to like, look into things that feel tender and that feel like this loop that you've been on for forever. And and maybe, maybe it's even just like, what emotional states do I catch myself in often, you know, and assessing what that is and, and shining a bit more of a light on it. Because when we can begin to do that, that is really when it kind of loses its power. It loses its effectiveness. You're like, oh, this, oh, hi. Um, I have this one visual. You're going to be like, you're either going to like this or you're going to be like, what? Um, I have this one visual because my anxiety used to scare me a lot. And um, one day I just like created this visual for it. And I was like, oh, it's it's like this crazy like monster. And it's like feeling like it's filling up the whole room. And then I kind of was like, okay, what happens if I like visually expand that room? And then I make it even bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it is like the big anxiety monster is just this tiny little dust speck. And like for some reason that visual really helped me because I kind of could zoom out and be like, okay, cool. Like this isn't nearly as big as it is, as it needs to be and as I perceive it. And, you know, 
it can exist again the acceptance sure that thing that monster can like hang out in the corner over there but it's in the corner over there like there's a lot of other things going on so that is really like a glimpse at kind of the transformation that you know, I really believe that can occur. And it's it's really all about stepping into your power, which has been, again, a really big theme for me. I know I touched base with you guys a couple weeks back when I did an episode around the pleasure practice and I was talking about really like stepping into my power and that is really what it feels like. And it's it's exciting to kind of be in that space and really like that is that is unblocking. Like that is like setting yourself free and and giving yourself permission to get back to that like core essence of who you actually are because like you are not those stories you are not those stories like those stories just attached to you and decided to like personify themselves but that's not you that's not who you are you know like I'm going back to this visual again like I'm like who I am is like the girl like who's free and in the woods and like offline like that like that was like I could tap into that and be like oh yeah that was her You know, that's who I was when I was like of a certain age growing up. And, you know, that's my essence, like my spirit. I can I can see there. So permission to find that and seek that. Um, Another thing that I've been doing this fall, which I try to kind of do every season is really revisit what I want my pleasure practice to be and what. I just like need a little bit more of and I kind of assess where I'm at. I feel like this past summer, a lot of my like rituals around pleasure and building that into my calendar kind of had to do with like movement and getting out there and like putting myself out in new situations. And it's really funny because I was reflecting and I was like, I love this. I love it in my calendar. It feels so good. It feels like a major kind of like self-care moment for myself. But I realized I was like, you know what? I feel like I actually need a little bit more of. I'm so good at like getting out there and doing and meeting and connecting and playing sports and whatnot, like moving my body. But I was like, I think, and this doesn't come as naturally to me, that I kind of am eager to put more rest into my schedule and to honestly like put more moments of pampering into my schedule. And so that's kind of what I've been craving. And I urge you to maybe take a moment to reflect and reassess like what is it that you might need this time of year what are you like excited to delve into you know I feel like I could just after this year of really like unwiring my nervous system and working with amazing therapists and like getting a lot of support I feel like I'm now in this moment where I might need less of that type of support but the support I've been really wanting is like is is really around like de-stressing and like getting the massage getting the facial getting into some of those wellness practices that I've kind of put blocks around again going back to that concept of like I have to like like when I am at this certain point of my life, I then can be able to be the person who like gets the massages and the facials. And I'm like, well, what's holding me back from doing it now? Um, You know, I'm, I'm not going out there and getting them once a week, right? Like that's my like dream vision. I'm sure all of us are like, yeah, I would love that. Um, But I'm like, okay, maybe like, how can I give this to myself on a cadence that works for me, that works for my lifestyle, that works for my budget, that works for my needs. And 
that is something that I am really looking forward to integrating. I also realized that like I am really eager and I'm super excited to bring some people on the podcast to specifically talk about this. Like I'm really eager to kind of like take a deeper look into my own hormones. My, you know, I deal with hormonal acne. It's been super annoying lately and I just haven't really been able able to get to the bottom of it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go treat myself to finding a functional medicine practitioner, um, somebody who, you know, isn't just going to prescribe me a topical because I've done the dermatologist thing. I still do it. I take all those like I use all those like tretinoin creams and I'm like, I don't want to like up my percentage of, of the topical cream. I want to be like, okay, well, what's actually the root cause here? Is it like, because I'm like having too much dairy or am I, you know, whatever it is, is it cortisol? Is it stress? Which, which is my hunch, by the way, I think it might be that. Um, but I really want to go get that tested and explore that and also bring on some people to the podcast to kind of share their wisdom around stuff like this too. So I'm really excited to kind of like do a little bit more exploration and research and find different practitioners around this. And I guess like I'll kind of, this will be a nice fun start to the journey of doing that. And hopefully I'll be able to keep you guys posted on how that goes. But yeah, that's kind of where I've been. I don't want to like ramble for too long, but I hope you found this episode inspiring. You know, I I find revisiting practices and rituals to be a really nice thing and to utilize the seasons to do so um, and use those as different markers to kind of like get into different habits and um, to just assess how things have been. So I don't know. I feel like these seasonal check-ins have been really nice and um, a great way for me to kind of like share where I'm at um, in my process of living and living intentionally. So with that said, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I hope that you enjoy your fall. You're soaking into these moments and I'm just excited to like share more and grow with you guys in this process. So have a lovely weekend and I'll catch you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening. Bye.